Hello everyone, my name is Tristan Luna and I am the founder of Source Ship Cell LLC and I have failed many times. Ooh, many times. Yeah. Many times today or in general? Um, in general. <laughs> well, welcome to the Failed Podcast. I'm here with a good friend of mine and he's not just a friend of mine, he is Bill. What is Bill? brother-in-law that's right he is the bill himself my brother-in-law and we are excited to have him in this podcast today today we're wearing i'm wearing jordan fours so he walked in i was gonna wear kobe but he walked in with jace i'm like yeah i gotta wear jace too i'm wearing jordan fours and tristan here is wearing jordan sixes 2015 retro i actually blue. really want those you know shout out to jack boomaton faithful listener of the podcast yes, um for um for cleaning our shoes actually both of these were fixed by him yeah he restored this yeah and it's, sorry go ahead no go ahead <laughs> so it's funny because like um he's one of our students obviously and he's into uh side hustle and side business also and uh it's Obviously, it's not about him, but just a little shout out. No, uh, it's never about him. <laughs> he uh, he comes to me um, just kidding, during God. school hour and he says, hey, uh, Tr Brother Tristan. Well, it's a Christian school. And I said, yeah, what's up? He showed me, hey, this is guy. He's selling two pairs of Jordans and they're beaten up, but I could restore it. And I was like, how much for both? I think it was like $100 for both. Mm -hmm. So I had him clean it up. I told him, keep the other one. You could resell the other one. And then I kept this. Somebody actually offered me for like 120 for this, but I'm just like, no, I'll keep it. I'll, I'll keep it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to the small businesses. Shout out to um, uh, Jack Boumaton for sneak cleaning. If you need any help cleaning sneakers. Never. But it's never about you, Jack. I'm just kidding. This, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Amazon. And uh, Amazon <laughs> is sponsoring this podcast. Somehow, some way, Amazon is sponsoring the podcast. If you think about it, every podcast out there is being sponsored by Amazon. It's true. Somehow, some way. But we're excited to have my brother-in-law here, Tristan Luna, and we're excited to have him here. Thankfully, by the way, this is he just got done with a podcast, so he's coming uh, right after the podcast. Um, yeah. You know, they don't need to know the truth, so we'll do illusion. He literally just got done with a podcast. Yeah, I did. So watch out for that I interview did. there. Yeah. But welcome to the Failed Podcast. And for those that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about what you do. And um, and also, yeah, just uh, how you got into that business. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me here. I've enjoyed your podcast. They are educate. They're educational. They're entertaining. Sometimes they're very. Um, it's 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 very fun. And if you haven't subscribed yet, I don't yes. know viewers. If you haven't subscribed, it's it's free. Mm -hmm. All you gotta do is click that. I don't know if you're gonna put it somewhere, but yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool to see those videos. Subscribe. I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna do that. <laughs> so I don't know. But maybe for something to figure it out. But um, thank you for Bro, having me. I was like, "Why are you pointing up?" I was like, "What?" Here or here? I was like, "Where are we?" What? I'm, I'm actually still waiting for that. When you do that in your videos, like subscribe down below, up here. I don't know something like that. But expectation. Every you know what? I'm gonna try to figure out. Every time you just point it right now, I'm gonna try to put it subscribe. here. It's right here. Did you guys do it? It's right here. All right. That's too much. But anyways, oh, gosh. Um, my name is Tristan and. Yeah, well, James is my brother-in-law, and he's actually, the first time I met him was back in 2006. Yes. Yeah, 2006, I was, I was 12. Mm -hmm. I was 12, and then I go, I started going to their church, and- uh, No. Yeah. 13. I was going, I was 12 going 13. 
Because that it was June when I started going to the church. So I remember because it's a Father's Day. So you're telling me that I had a crush on? Yes, you did. At eleven? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Funny thing is Moving that. On. <laughs> funny thing is that he thought my sister was my girlfriend. Yes. And he, he's all like, "Hey, uh, is that girl your? Uh, uh, who's that girl?" I was like, "Oh, that's my sister." I had to cut him off because I kind of knew where he was going. He's like, oh, "That's my sister." But anyways, no, actually, I didn't say who's that girl. By the way, I can't believe I did this. I went like this. Hey, man, is that your girl? She's kind of cute. I th- yeah, I think something like that. And I'm just like, I scratched my head. I'm just like, no, that's my sister since birth. But anyways, um, we started going to the church. His dad's the pastor. Um, I started going there. And uh, they just, it was fun uh, being part of uh, the church over the, uh, at that time. It was a corner of Carson. Uh, I'm sorry. Harbor City. Corner yeah, literally of, right here. Yeah, just I mean, close by. <laughs> I don't disclose where I live. Very close by. But nope, anyways, not, I'm not going to say not. the address. I'm not going to say the address. But anyways, um, yeah, so a little bit about myself. Um, I practically grew up with him. Um, we went to the same college together. Um, I know ever since he's young, he he's had a lot of ideas, business ideas and stuff like that. And uh, after I graduated college, um, I started to save up money for for a ring. Because that's where I met my future wife, my wife-to-be. Uh, she's from Oregon. I'm here in Southern California. So I pretty much took her from the nice, clean, crisp air of Oregon. And I started saving up money. I started working. Brought her to flavored air. That's right. I did. <laughs> I worked security jobs mm-hmm. uh, in college. Yeah. Uh, those were fun jobs. Uh, I worked at a <laughs> Payless shoe store. Mm-hmm. And I remember... For some reason, everyone when everyone found out about it and it comes banquet time, they're like, hey, can we get a discount? I was like, you never spoke to oh, me? Yeah. It was funny though, but they were just asking for stuff like, you know, discounts, shoes yeah. and whatnot. And then after that, I worked at Chick-fil-A. We were actually the first batch to be uh, employed at Chick-fil-A in- uh, Like ever? Yeah, no, in that in that uh, franchise. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that, in that franchise. And uh, Will was my manager. I still remember he asked me, hey, do you want to be, uh, do you want to, because uh, he's, he's, he's a district leader and he's pretty much just looking for a manager. And he asked me, do you want to be a manager? I'm just like, no, I don't want to. I'm a full-time college student. And uh, really, you're a full-time worker also. But I didn't want to have that title of manager and just to get a lot of responsibilities, but not get paid as much. So I'm just like, you know, I'll just be a worker. And then I, I quit that job. And then a friend of mine introduced me to uh, working as a security guard. I worked at Juniper Networks. I worked at Hitachi and I pretty much did a lot of flex. And then after graduation, I built up a portfolio of being a security guard. So pretty much all those uh, jobs that I had in the past, I didn't have to put it in my resume. I just put, I was a security guard at this company, this company. And right away when I got back, they hired me at Time Warner, Time Warner Cable Sports. Mm. Which is now Spectrum. Which is now Spectrum. And that's where the Lakers are. Yeah. And crazy thing about this is that I have driven James Worthy's car multiple mm, times. You were, you were worthy. I was worthy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I would sit behind the, the desk. I was in the lobby. He would walk in and he would just leave me his keys. And he's like, hey, whenever you need to move this or anyone, any of the employees needs to get out or anything like that. Because they were parked tandem and he's usually behind someone's car. And I would drive it, and man, I have to adjust his seat. Is it a nice car? It's a nice car, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got Mercedes, and, and all. It's, it's just, he has different cars, to be honest yeah, with yeah. you, when he comes in. And I, it's so crazy, like, 
dude, I'm driving James Worthy's James car. James Worthy's dude. car. And I think I got to, I got yeah, to. Yeah, it was my favorite, yeah. um, like, little story time yeah. here. My favorite wedding gift. I mean, not my favorite. Are <laughs> they're all equally my favorite? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but one of my favorite ones was the fact that he sent me a video from yeah. James Worthy congratulating my wife and I on our grad, our not graduation, graduation. on our wedding, yeah. which was like stinking awesome. Cause yeah. I'm a huge Laker fan, yeah. huge. So for me, that was huge. And his name is James, yeah. or Big Game James. Yeah, uh, you know, I met couple, I met couple of. Uh, basketball players too like d'angelo russell was like what up number two i said that he looked at me just like i was like yeah i mean it's pretty cool i i got the opportunity to train uh other police officers <laughs> train lakers <laughs> no imagine that no, no, no. i'm security i'm not a basketball player that is a weird transition transitioning to this but i i i was um i was pretty much being trained to be one of the lead officers there but i told them uh, I'm working in our Christian school and I know your dad had spoken to me for like, you know, after graduation to work at the Christian school. And I did, uh, I did part-time, mm-hmm. but you know, you know this by experience, part-time is no. full-time, you know? Remember what happened to me just now. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but anyways. Um, Thanks, Barjona. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to miss you. Shout out to Barjona. We're going to Bar-Jona. miss you. And thank you for... Uh, well, we're putting me back full time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, I pretty much trained a lot of security officers there. It's so easy to work a security job. They were paying pretty good job. Uh, pretty good. Dude. I'm talking about like 25 to $30 an hour. Yeah. And, you know, but that thing, the thing was, that wasn't my, that wasn't my calling. Yeah. And I wasn't in it for the money. But to be honest with you, at that time, I was because I was getting ready to, you know, save up for my wedding, uh, buy a, an engagement ring. Uh, so I did work. Uh, your dad had, you know, pretty much allowed me to work at the school and at Time Warner at the same time, and it was tiring. I would pick up um, graveyard shift. So from security, I would work midnight till six or seven or so, and then pretty much go home, change a bit, and then go mm-hmm. to school. And uh, it was fun though because my boss, there's a lot of downtime, so I would I was able to work with lesson plans and stuff like that. But I did that for a couple years, I think two years or so, and then I finally quit. And um, and then I did DoorDash. Would you say going back? Would you say that that schedule kind of helped prepare you for where you are now, as far as like side hustles? Oh, definitely. It enabled me to kind of just work out with my schedule, find things that how can I work things out a lot easier, balancing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like with e-commerce, uh, which is what I'm doing, I'll talk to you guys more about it later on. It enabled me to figure things out, especially, you know, the pandemic took yeah, place. Yeah. Uh, I was transitioning from one business model to another business model. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, man, I can't believe that as soon as I'm getting better at this uh, business model, yeah. um, lockdown took place. Yeah. And I'm just like, OK, so what do I do? Um, and, you know, it... <laughs> There's so much information out there. For sure. Free knowledge. Yeah. I, I joke around with people. I graduated in a university. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called YouTube University. <laughs> you could simply Google anything there mm-hmm. uh, to um, you know figure things out. But working as a security and at the at the school, yes, it helped me a lot just to balance with things. Like it was very difficult yeah. at first yeah. because you know I just graduated from college. I wanted to kind of like 
step back a bit and just kind of like have me time and just kind of mm -hmm. relax. But you know, I wanted to get that engagement ring, propose, get married, and you know, move out of my my parents' house and have a place of our own. And fast forward time, I'm living an awesome, uh, awesome marriage life. My wife and I, we have two kids. My daughter's her birthday was yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, my son's three years old, and they're at home right now. And and it's 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 been a fun journey. But yeah. going back to after uh, working at security, Time Warner, yeah. after security, uh, I worked as a delivery guy with DoorDash. <laughs> and I know. By the way, he's OG DoorDash. He, I, I will say that. Yeah, I, I I mean I got all the perks and stuff like that. I got the big bags, and everything. And I remember. Uh, Actually, if you haven't seen the first episode, his brother was actually doing DoorDash also. Mm -hmm. um, it's so crazy. I remember that. It's, it was fun. I mean, you get to set up your schedule, you open up the app, you know. Uh, we're not sponsored by DoorDash, but if you are, so. You don't DoorDash anymore, right? No, I don't. So I could ask this question. Go ahead. Be honest with me. Yeah, sure. Do you ever grab a piece of food? Do I ever grab a piece of food? <laughs> I can neither deny or confirm that. Because I'm just hey, straight up said he But I'll tell you this. Uh -huh. Every time I maneuver, some of my stuff would fall. Oh, and I'm just like, oh, man, I don't want this to go to waste. Yeah, right? So what I do is I pretty much get rid of it. Um, Get rid of it. So, yeah, I did. I did. I got one. I did. I got I one did. because DoorDash messed up. Or not yeah. DoorDash. I think Carl's Jr. messed up. Yeah. On the burger so when i gave it they were like this isn't what i ordered yeah so i went back which stunk because like it was a waste yeah. but it wasn't that far but at least i got like a burger <laughs> yeah i mean i have some instances where i'm i'm at the store i already picked up the order mm -hmm. and and the, the customer would just message me and say hey i'm canceling the order I think I remember that. I think I remember we ate and, pizza at yeah, your parents' I, house. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, I got free DoorDash food. Yeah. But now they're more they're strict now because I've I'm not I've ordered stuff through DoorDash. Yeah. And they have tape. They tape over their bo oh. their boxes, their bags. So if you know if it's been yeah. tampered, you know that you know Somebody the driver the driver tampered yeah. with it. So yeah, so I mean as as a as a business progress, there are things that they upgrade, you know. Yeah. So I think I caught on early with Amazon, to be honest with you, which I will tell you because. So was it right after DoorDash, the Amazon? No, I actually, I did DoorDash for almost two years. And then Amazon? Or? And then no, actually, I was doing Amazon at the same time. At the same time as DoorDash. I was figuring out what Amazon is. Yeah. Obviously, everyone knows what Amazon is. Now, is there a, a reason? Now, I think of DoorDash, you know, DoorDash is app-based, it's an internet yeah. thing. Did, was that one of the things that kind of helped click in your head that like, you know what, maybe there's other avenues of that's app-based or internet-based yeah. that I can make money in? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's what I did. I, yeah. I Googled after DoorDash, I would go home and I would Google something what like else? this on the line. Like, what are something that you could do at home? What are something yeah. you could do using the internet? Yeah. And a lot of things... The, the search that came up were e-commerce, dropshipping, arbitrage, and all those kind of things. And I, I saw, do you want to sell on Amazon? And I'm just like, sell on Amazon? I'm a customer and yeah. I buy stuff on Amazon. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I looked into it. I created, I pretty much YouTube, again, you know, YouTube, free knowledge. Uh, you could always get information. There. I YouTube sure. how to sell on Amazon. And I came across this guy's YouTube account. His name is... Uh, his name is Reezy Resell. 
maybe our viewers know who he is, but he's the one that got me actually started selling on Amazon. Mm. Uh, he pretty much went on to create an account, so forth and so on. I created an account, and he's a he's a huge bookseller. Okay. I'm talking about he does a lot of books. He sells a lot of books, and I watch a lot of his videos. How to get started? What are some tools you need to get your business going? And I'm just like, is this legit? Because like he sells books. Yeah. And when you ask somebody, what do you do for a living? I sell books. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of like really you sell books. I was listening to a podcast on the way here, and one of the guy he is actually a software creator of the Scout IQ. His name is uh, Caleb. Uh, Caleb. And we've messaged at the beginning of my Amazon journey, and he was messaging me, pretty much giving me advice, what tools, what software to have in scanning books. Because before I was, I would go to Goodwill, thrift stores, library, and I would scan using my Amazon seller app. And it wasn't as fast as having a scanner. Mm -hmm. And you could just, and you put on your, your uh, you know, put in your AirPod and you could just hear a certain sound when you know that that book is profitable mm -hmm. and I would be scanning. I'm talking about like, I would be like, <laughs> yes, no, that is it. And there's a place here in uh, Delano mall. I think it's, called, I forgot what it's called. It's, it's books, yeah. a lot of books. And I would stay there for like two hours and I would scan books out of that. I would find books that's profitable. I ranging from three to $50. Wow. Yeah. Three, the $3 to $50. And I'm just like, wow, this is pretty cool. So I started doing that and I went on to like watch videos, how to send books. Yeah. Cause there's a couple business models. There's FBM, which is fulfilled by merchant or FBA fulfillment by Amazon, where Amazon takes care of that. And I pretty much like, how do you package this? And how do you know where to send it? Yeah. But on your, on your seller central account, you could go there and pretty much Amazon will give you the shipping label of where your books is going to go. And I, I shipped out my first batch of books and at this time I was getting ready to go to Oregon. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I think Miguel was with me. Yeah. I think Miguel was with me. I was getting ready to ask uh, my wife the question, mm -hmm. will you marry me? And it was, it was fun just to have my uh, best man there, Miguel. And then uh, I was looking at my Amazon seller app, just kind of scrolling, refreshing it. No sales, no sales. Yes. And then finally refreshed it and I sold an item. I was like, what could it be? I sold my first ever item and it was a book. I got it for 50 cents and I sold it for, I think it was 15.99, made about $3 profit. Hey, yeah. And I'm just like, cool. And I looked at where it's gonna go to. It's gonna go to Paris. It was going to Paris and I'm just like, wow. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. And that's, that's how I got started. Let me ask you this. When you, get st when you got started in this, was part of it purely financial or was part of it just kind of like the thrill of the hunt um it was both a little bit of both it's both because i feel like you know like some of it because i remember at that time you'd be like man I, i'm excited to yeah. go sourcing no yeah um so yeah. yeah so was there like an aspect kind of like a treasure hunt it was it's it, you never know when you go out retail arbitrage you never know what you're gonna scan mm -hmm. like for example uh this is a crazy story um, it was a, is one week before our baby shower, mm -hmm. uh, fast forward time. My wife, uh, is getting ready to give birth to our first child. So the, the church, um, did a baby shower for us 
And bef- a week before that, my mom and I, my mom works in a, in, a, in a thrift store also, and she gets the discount. So I took advantage of that. <laughs> so she would, get, <laughs> she would get discounts. Okay. And I remember going out with her and I told her anything that looks good, just pick it up, put it in your car and I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you back and I'll scan it and I'll check it out. And I remember I was scanning books, 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 books. I had a pretty good amount of books, profitable items. And I remember I went to where she was at and I found this two sets of 30 mile military walkie talkie brand mm. new. Oh, wow. Brand new. And it's the, it's the walkie talkie that security officers use. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm gonna grab this. I scanned it and in my seller app, it, there, there were no sellers. Yeah. So I use a software called Keepa. Now Keepa is a software where it, it pretty much shows data, historical mm-hmm. data of how much it was purchased, when, long ago, who's in stock, so forth and so on. And I remember I saw it as much uh, as $300. Wow. So I'm just like, that's pretty cool. How much did you buy it for? $20 each. <laughs> and there was two. And there's two. Nice. And I remember I shipped it out and I'm just like, cool, I'm going to ship this out as soon as possible. Packed it. I, I, I made sure that it was well protected. And then I remember when it went active, I remember my wife, she was actually, I still remember it. She was calling me to climb up the ladder to finish things out for the baby shower. And I remember like, hold on, hold on. Because once you're an Amazon seller, looking at the Amazon app is like breathing. Yeah. It's like part of you. And I remember I was scrolling and I saw my number just went from, I don't know, like 100 to like 400. And I was wow. like, whoa. And I looked, sold one. <laughs> and I sold one. And I kid you not, after the baby shower, I sold the other one. Wow. Yeah. And the profit was $2. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. Imagine. <laughs> No, the profit. <laughs> the profit was so it sold for three hundred. Obviously, after fees, Amazon will take their share. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to say that I'm an investor of to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I'm one of his uh, guys that you own. made it possible for him to go to space. Yeah. So Jeff, call him Big J. Big J. Big JB. <laughs> <laughs> no, he stepped out. No, no, he's no longer the CEO. And by the way, if you're into stocks. Amazon just announced a 21 split. So anyways, um, that's a different topic. But yeah, so I made a profit of, uh, I think, a little over $200 for one. Mm-hmm. So that day, while I was doing baby shower, while I was at church, doing the things that I love in my own time, I made $400. Yeah, nice. And I'm in a matter of minutes. Minutes, even. yeah. yeah. I guess I had to put in time. But I scheduled that time, like, hey, I'm going to go out for two hours just to go sourcing. Is that your most profitable item so far that just came out of nowhere? As far as, yes, that's my most profitable, profitable item. I've had books that profited me $100. Mm-hmm. Uh, textbooks are profitable. You have students that's getting rid of their textbooks, and you could buy it for $5. You could go to a thrift store and stuff like that. And I've sold a lot of textbooks, and I remember when... Joseph was born. Um, I sold a textbook and it profited me that day. Just one textbook, $150. Wow. And I'm just like, this is crazy because a lot of people would spend. There goes your student loans. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hours in working. No, there's nothing wrong with nine to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I work nine to five. I still have nine to five, 
But the thing is, if you don't like your nine to five, after your nine to five, you got to find something that you're sure. passionate about. For sure. And you got to grind till you can replace your nine to five. Yeah. I would not encourage you to quit your nine to five, but use your nine to five that you have right now to fund your, your, your passion project. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, sure. that's what I did. And with, that's, yeah. And, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's not really the nine to five that's funding this podcast. It's more like a, well, the the after nine to five, yeah. <laughs> which is like the other side hustle. Yeah, I guess the nine to five is funding my everyday life, yeah. which is like the, the you know bills and everything. Yeah. And then I'm making websites. If you ever need a website, let me know. Um, uh, for websites and stuff like that, that's funding. I guess my passion. Yeah, and really, that's that's yeah, it's how it is. And you're a testament of a person that really just grinded until it started to become profitable. Yeah. I still remember where, you know, uh, the nine to five, and we'll talk about that in a bit here, that the, your Amazon is profitable now. But I still remember there was a time where really you're kind of doing it. If, if I'm being real, you don't even know if the money's going to come in. No, yeah, a lot <laughs> of times. Because I, I told my wife, I'm going to start off uh, $200 a month mm -hmm. for inventories. Yeah. Now twenty dollars. You, you put in two hundred dollars. Yeah, I put in twenty dollars, yeah. and then after that, I'm pretty much done for the month. I mean, I still went sourcing, but I was more picky. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I would have buying criteria, and I would have profit criteria because, like, I'm I don't want to over budget because mm -hmm. you know we we have expenses, we have bills yeah. to pay, we have debts and stuff like that. I wasn't I wasn't the I wasn't good in college budgeting. Mm -hmm. I was spending money left and right, we all weren't. you know, with, with credit card and stuff like that. And no, I we just, all weren't. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. And, and, you know, I tell the students all the time, budget, you know, what is budgeting? Yes. Knowing where your money, money goes instead of wondering where it went, because as soon as you get the hundred dollars, it's gone. And oh. you're like, where do you go? You know, Bro, I'll tell you this, man. Last month I made, I don't know if I should say it, but I made a couple thousand. Yeah. Extra extra yeah and that's good it stressed me out realizing that it was just gone so yeah. fast yeah and i'm like what in the world and my goal like i had plans for that money mm -hmm. you know and i was just like and if i'm being honest i was a little careless because you know i budget my money you know sometimes you budget your money at a specific amount yeah so when you get a, a surplus you're like holy smokes this is crazy yeah i guess i didn't prepare for that budgeting you know what i mean mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, I got a surplus of a good amount. Dude, it's just like, yo. You go fast. Dude, I was like, dude, it didn't even pay off my part of my debt and stuff. And I'm like, what the ghetto, man? Especially with like inflation. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People say I got a raise, but inflation is what? 20%, correct me, viewers. But Dude, it's crazy, know? man. So, yeah, man, young people, man, budget, bro. Yeah. Like, for real. Definitely. Like, it goes by fast. Not, not only that invest yeah for sure i think you know that's one of my biggest failure in life also oh yeah is it's not investing mm -hmm. um i just got into investing just recently like when i say recently probably two three years ago oh, yeah. um you know a lot of our staff i did robin hood um i have weeble also but i did robin hood 20 2019 i think as far as that and it wasn't until like the summer of before the pandemic when I introduced it to some of our church staff, oh yeah, <laughs> you know everyone were going crazy about Moderna. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we were we had a lot of stocks in Moderna, 
and now Moderna is just so much. It is all these stocks and stuff like that. We had yeah. no idea what we were investing into, but we were just going with hype. And also, you know, you got to know where you're investing. That's yeah. one of my mistakes Dude, too. Dude, that's investing of like long term and stuff like and that. And it's funny for me, my biggest regret in investing is the fact that like, for some reason, I was so sure about it. Yeah. But I wasn't sure enough to put money in it. No, yeah, I know you. You know what I, I mean? I know what that means. Dude, I, yep. okay, I'll, I'll tell you a story. April of 2020, okay. I remember talking to the kids. I remember yeah. introducing a new concept, new, called NFTs to the young people. Yeah, you, you were talking about To the students. Yeah. And I told them about, like, look at this. And I remember, I was like, look at this stupid ape. This stupid monkey. It was called, Morning. and I said, this stupid monkey is worth and this is crazy for me to say right now and it was already shocking i said i can't believe this thing's worth three thousand dollars you you know um i was like bro it's worth one ethereum it's insane you if you guys know what board eight yacht club is that thing is worth well how much is it worth (laughs) Five hundred thousand, three hundred thousand yeah, for floor, one. The floor price is around. I could have bought it for three grand. It's crazy. And I told the young people, like, this is how you should invest. But it's a, it's amazing to me. Like, it ticks me off. My regrets is I needed to put my money where my mouth was. You know, so I'm like, yo, look, you all need to invest. And I'm like, yo, how come I didn't invest three grand in this? And I guess I mean, yeah. you know, it's a big money. Three thousand is. is a lot. That's a lot. But at the same time, I mean, the potential is high risk. Higher the reward. Thing is, the thing is that NFTs and all this crypto, they're they're just so new to us. You For know, real. Like Web3 and all this stuff it's that people sc- talk it's about. It's so scary because yeah. there's no secure like yeah. pattern to it. I failed many times yeah. in <laughs> NFTs. Because, you know, you think about it like with rugged. stock. <laughs> oh, no. I've been <laughs> I'm rugged with you because I listen to you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you, no, I'm, just kidding. I'm just like, hey, anything... Anything after I've said, you're responsible for clicking. <laughs> okay, but um, it's crazy. Yeah, but, but like we I failed together. Like, yes, yes. Thank you. At least, at least I didn't fail alone. But like I think of like Terrible. stocks. Like I think the the risk why so many people are still leading more to stocks than NFTs and like you know like crypto is because I feel like you could see a pattern to it because they're yeah. an actual company. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if they've if been they're doing well, then proven. You know, like. Every time you, let's say you have an Apple stock, if you buy a phone, you're kind of helping the stock in a way. And that's a very minuscule way, yeah. but you're supporting the business. So you're in a way helping it. Now, for those of you, for those watching, what do you do now? So what is your business primarily about? My business is uh, pretty much- Source, ship, sell. Source, ship, sell. Uh, now, what does that mean too? It means what that I know means. what ship and sell means. Just yeah, the source. <laughs> the word source, it means pretty much going out and buying stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're sourcing inventories that you have the intent to ship out to make sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I came up with that because like, you know what? Amazon is pretty much a huge company that fulfill orders for customers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a lot of customers know that I think over 50% of it are third party sellers, Yeah, third party sellers. And I'm just like, you know what? I am going to be a third party seller since I applied to be an Amazon seller. And what's a catchy name for my company? So I came up with Source, Ship, Sell. But anyways, yeah, this one right here is Source, Ship, Sell. Three S's, Source, Ship, Sell. And you source item, you ship it out to Amazon, and that's how you make sales. Mm-hmm. It's a simple formula of making money through Amazon. And I started with books. Mm-hmm. 
And I tell people all the time, books bring a bang to your bank for just a buck. Well, it's funny. You You say books and you, you know, Amazon started off with books. That's true. Amazon is actually a book selling program. I still remember the time when it started pivoting. It's because a friend of mine was like, hey, uh, you want some candy? And I was like, from where? (laughs) So Amazon, like Amazon, the book place? (laughs) No, we bought candy. I was like, candy? And then he bought candy. And and that was the time Amazon shocking to me because... I was like, why would you buy it online? You know how long that's yeah. going to take? He's like, no, it got here. it's getting here tomorrow or something like that. I was like, what the oh, hell? That's crazy. <laughs> so let's go back here. So you talked about you started Amazon. Mm-hmm. How long did it take where, and then let me just ask this before we get there. Yeah. You talk about you work at a nine to five, which you work at a school, which we work at the same school. Yeah. <laughs> but um, is your Amazon more profitable than what you make at the school? I know you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. why do I sell? Is it for financial reason, the thrill? Oh, the hunt. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to add into that. One other thing, other thing is just the freedom mm-hmm. to work and to have more time to be, you know, be honest in the ministry. Right. right. In the ministry. Yeah. And that's what I'm called. And it definitely, doing Amazon now freed me up from doing the secular job where mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong about it yeah because my passion is just to be you know to help others you know sure. you and i we work with the young people for sure and we're really burdened about their future yeah and that's one of the reasons also is just to have the freedom for sure and i never really um pursue scaling up on amazon mm-hmm. i just wanted to be able to like pay the rent right right fast forward time it's profitable yeah um my wife and I, we we worked together uh, mm-hmm. at the Christian school, and you know she was you know she getting paid, I was getting paid. Uh, she worked third and fourth. I worked at high school students, junior high, and um, just last year she had to quit the job. Yeah. Reason being is because we are uh, we're ex- expecting our second baby. Yeah. Baby girl, and she turned one yesterday. I already mentioned that, but um, you know it, it it's gonna be a lot. It's tough for her to be teaching. For sure. Yeah. And being at home taking care of the kids so we prayed about it we you know we talked to pastor about you know her not being able to come back and teach anymore it was yeah. pretty tough for her because you know she grew attached to those students yeah and you know she also worked with the teenager teenagers and she works at home now but you know i i i i I claimed that verse where it says god gave us the increase mm-hmm. if, you, if you look in my instagram it's the first that it's one of the first buy it's in my bio that says god gave us the increase mm-hmm. because i never had the intention to get rich i just wanted to be like things you know, yeah everything's thing. fine everything's yeah. fine bills paid off debts paid up yeah fast forward time amazon had enabled selling on amazon had enabled me to pay off debt invest and it definitely pays a lot yeah even combined with my wife uh with our paycheck mm-hmm crazy story is this one of our coworkers also works or does amazon mm-hmm. um i remember introducing it to him a while uh i think 2020 of october yeah 2020 of october and then he was he was only just working for like he got in a good time yeah because it was q4 where chris thanksgiving christmas yeah. black friday and stuff like that and i remember he would i taught him what i do and if you guys ever want to be coach um you could reach out to me. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm gonna give you a to... time to plug that later too. Oh, definitely. All right. Yeah. And uh, and you, you know, I've I've helped out people. 
you could affiliate that too if you want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I, people have re- been reaching out to me. Mm-hmm. Bible college students. Yeah. Uh, church members. Yeah. Uh, coworker, and a missionary. Oh no! Yeah. A missionary. <laughs> you, he's been in contact with you as well, and he's a full time pastor. And again, there's nothing wrong with nine to five, but just you know. If you're in full-time ministry, yeah. definitely nine to five will drain you. We'll For burn sure. you out. For sure. We'll burn you out. For and sure. I didn't want to be burned out doing the ministry because of my secular job nine to five. For sure. Now, is you know? is the Amazon speak yeah, you you don't have to say it if you're not comfortable, but it does it pay more than the school? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. How long did it take to go from there? Now was it like just quick or was it some time? Um, I guess I just wanted to, you know, kind of so the viewers can know how long does it take to build a profitable business like this? Okay, you not. It, it didn't happen to me, mm-hmm. but it happened to my to our my uh, Jonah. Co-worker. Okay. It took four months. Wow, four months. Um, I okay, wasn't. I'm interested in this. So four months? How long? <laughs> <laughs> four months. I wasn't. I wasn't serious. Give me numbers, man. Give me numbers. Okay, Let's here. do it. His, we'll get his numbers, not yours. Let's okay, his, his number. Numbers. Okay, so he came in Q4. Mm-hmm. It's October 2020. And then in 2021, mm-hmm. January, his payout was the biggest payout. Uh, he was getting paid two, dollars $3,000. It was fluctuating around mm-hmm. that, you know, profit and stuff like profit. Okay, profit. Yeah. January 2021, I create, uh, I, uh, I asked him to give me his spreadsheet because mm-hmm. i asked him like hey how do you come how do you um you know um figure out your inventories yeah. and stuff like that so he gave me his spreadsheet and he messaged me he said hey don't mind the expenses and the profit i was like yeah okay i'll delete it i'll take care of it he didn't erase it and i was scrolling his expenses he was buying stuff from Target, Walmart, Home Depot, Ross, Marshalls. And yeah. he was like, oh, these are the places I go sourcing at. Yeah. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. He spent, remember, it takes money, you know, to yeah. make money. Yeah, for sure. He spent an X amount of money, a couple thousand dollars. But his return of investment, profit-wise, one month, 10 grand. Wow. Almost 10 grand. Just 9,000 wow. something dollars. That's just the month of January. Yeah. So it's profitable. Dude, it that's is crazy. profitable. And it's really just a matter of... And he does I mean, it part-time. Yeah, and it's just yeah. a matter of, really, I mean, I, I don't know, because I haven't do it, you do it. Is it just a matter of how much work you put in? And also and, knowledge. And, right? In the beginning, yes, yeah. I had to grind. But now, I'll be honest, I'll probably put in five to ten hours a week. A week? Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Five and it's still gaining the profit yeah. that you'd like for it to gain. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's just very profitable. It now, is. let me ask you this. So we talked about that, how long it took. We talked about how, how long it can take. And I think that that helped him. The reason why it took Jonah so much quicker than you is because you helped him. Yeah. You, you uh, kind of guided mean, him and made yeah. sure he doesn't make the same mistakes you did. And, and this is where, you know, the podcast is all about, I, you know, I failed Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. One of the failures I made is. We're about to go to that, by the way. <laughs> wait, let me ask the question first. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. He's <laughs> <My laughs> going ahead of me, man. No, I'm kidding. You know, you watch your podcast so much, I kind of know you're. <laughs> my pattern is. Your pattern is. I do that, man. I gotta change it up, man. Yeah. What was the high point? No, yeah. okay. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I was thinking about this um, as you were saying that, like, it's amazing how Brother Jonah, he succeeded. As far as kind of learning from your mistakes. And I think, you know, for those listening, you know, I think that's one mistake that a lot of young people and young adults go is like, 
they don't learn from people's mistakes. Yeah. You learn from people's mistakes, yeah, man. They're, they're there to help you. They'll save you headaches and heartaches. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A lot of times when I teach something, it's not really <clears throat> the fact that like I'm I'm I, I guess mad or it's more of like I'm I want you guys to learn from the mistakes I did yeah. when I was younger. The mistakes I did in business. The mistakes I did. And look how much profitable it was that one person decided, okay. You telling me not to do this and do this, yep. I'll do that and shot up a lot faster. Way faster. Way <laughs> I mean, faster. You're talking three months? Yeah. I might talk to you about that after this. Oh, we're talking about Amber definitely. <laughs> definitely, yeah. But let's go back to your business. It doesn't have to be your business, but actually, let's talk about business, business and life in general. Yeah. What was the lowest point of your life that kind of led you to here? Um, not necessarily just me, but my wife and I. Mm -hmm. uh, the most recent one, I said my wife and I, when she had... Uh, Notice you said the most recent one. The miscarriage. Mm -hmm. uh, man, it was tough. Because like you, ha I had no control over it. Mm -hmm. You know, but I rec you know, I, throughout that, I recognized that God gave it and he taketh it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But it was low. Man. I'm human. Yeah. I question God, yeah. you know. Um, it was one, it's, the, it's the, re, the most recent lowest time of my life when my wife and I went, she had the miscarriage. Um, mm -hmm. she, was, she was eight weeks out and she just told me like a couple days that she's pregnant mm -hmm. and I was so happy, yeah. you know, just like the, the joy to have another child. And then I remember a Sunday night, yeah. she didn't come to church because she wasn't feeling well. She was having headaches. And I was, you know, I, I failed to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And um, husbands, you know, I mean, we failed to listen to our spouse, you know, to our wives many times. But she was telling me, like, you know, I'm, I'm hurting and stuff like that. And I asked her, you want to go to the hospital? Like, no, I think I could take it, but I'll stay home. Yeah. And during this time, I was introducing to our college student, um, sorry, our high school students about Amazon also. Yeah. And I remember I told one of the students, I told my wife, I'll be home a little bit late. I just want to. Uh, help out one of our students uh, do uh, Amazon to scan things. And I remember we went to Ross mm -hmm. and on the way there, she called me and I'm just like, Hey, JB, I'm so sorry. I got to go home. My wife's not feeling well. Uh, I, we got to go to the hospital. So I dropped him, you know, he I dropped him off, drove back home and she was crying. She was crying. And I, Joseph, I think he was a, a little, yeah, a little over a year old at that time. And I remember I was like, are you okay? And then she was pretty much saying like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm bleeding. Take me to the hospital. I'm, I'm in so much pain. And right there, I'm just like, okay, I, I need to be strong for her. Yeah. But man, it's tough. Yeah. And we dropped off Joseph to my parents. I told my parents what's happening. And we prayed, we prayed, Lord, uh, I know this, this is nothing serious. The baby's okay. She's going to be okay and stuff yeah. like that. And I remember going to the hospital we had to and, and and by the way this is where pandemic was starting to happen mm -hmm. uh it's february 2020 when she mm -hmm. had the miscarriage and we had to wear masks we have to kind of just separate ourselves from other people the, the er was packed yeah. with a lot of sick people COVID. of covid yeah. yeah and i remember we got we finally got called in she got checked she was crying i was just like lord i don't know what's happening yeah and please don't 
you know, don't take the baby from us. Um, and then the doctor finally said, I can't, uh, I can't find the heart. You know, it's, it, it, it just clumps. They can't really find the baby. They can't really find it, you know, anything in her. And they, they were saying that she had internal bleeding. She was bleeding and they gave her, um, medicine. They couldn't even hear the heartbeat. Yeah. Um, we had to go to, um, her OB and her OB confirmed also like, yeah, I can't see the, the heart. I can't see the baby and I can't hear the heartbeat. And right there, we pretty much accepted that, you know, she, first I, I praise the Lord that nothing serious happened to my wife. Mm -hmm. Um, and nothing serious, you know, we weren't given a position where it's either you or your wife, Yeah, you know, that's uh, you know, I, I, I talk about it like, you know, just trust God, trust God, but man, that's hard when it's you, how much are you going to trust God? Oh, for sure. You know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's so devastating to see, to see her go through that. Yeah. And it was, um, I guess her lowest moment in life was also my lowest. Yeah. Um, it's so difficult, but you know, they gave her medicine. Um, and you know, her body took care of what it needs to take care of yeah. the baby and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was difficult. And, um, I remember one of our, one of her students, I didn't cry. Like, yeah. it's just, it was a shock. Like, mm -hmm. you know, she, we had a miscarriage, Yeah. but I, I didn't cry for the next couple of days, but I, I don't know, but one of our, one of our students gave her a, a dessert mm -hmm. to like discomfort her. And she gave it to me. I kid you not. I was, hit you, I was eating and it was so delicious. And I saw her like in the living room. She was standing there. Mm -hmm. And you know, she just had a miscarriage, but she's taking care of the house already, folding yeah. clothes, doing stuff. She was moving around. And I, here I am just eating. And I looked at her and I looked at her stomach and I looked at the food and I kid you not, I cried. I cried. Why were you eating the cake? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was for her. No, it, it was for her, but she gave it to me. You're so good. No, I'm kidding. No, she is really strong, but that yeah. was probably one of my lowest points in my life. But the beauty about it is that I know that, uh, we, I know that God took care of us, mm -hmm. you know, um, he enabled me to go through this difficulty with someone. And that's kind of like, I want to transition mm -hmm. with the business side. Yeah. When you're doing business, one of the things that you want to do is network with people. Yeah. I know it's kind of weird transition, yeah. right? <laughs> with marriage. Like my wife, I network with her. <laughs> yeah. Network. But it's true. It's true. Yeah. I think that's where I failed in my business. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't network with a lot of people. Ooh. I was kind of yeah. like selfish with the information that I have. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, there's so much things that you can profit from. Yeah. You know, sometimes you could the reason why you want to network with people is like, yes, you share ideas and stuff like that, but sometimes they could figure things out that you can't figure out. Yeah. You know, they're smarter than you. And then sure. that enabled you like, huh, I'll do that. Why yeah. do you think there are people that scared to network? Just losing information. Um, you know, they might get their information stolen. Yeah. Um, they might lose value mm -hmm. competition. You think part of it is they feel like they could get betrayed. That too. Yeah. That I think that was my problem, honestly, um, with um, with networking. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a time I used to be a social butterfly, 
Um, but I feel like, I don't know, just t- life happens. Yeah. You feel like you get betrayed sometimes and uh, you just don't want to get any more new people. But yeah. I think there are people out there, for those of you listening, that are scared to make new friends just because you've been betrayed by people. Just because you were betrayed by those people doesn't mean there's nobody out there that's actually good. Yeah. You'll find somebody. You'll find some real people, but you'll never find them if you don't seek out for it. That's true. Yeah. You'll never find them if you don't actually reach out and yeah, network. So now I went from like, I don't care anymore to really networking. And if I'm being honest, shout out to all of you people that are listening to my podcast. There's a lot of real people that are supporting this podcast that are yeah. messaging me. Subscribe. If I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard editing, man. But if I'm being honest, man, like I didn't know. And I'm being real with y'all, for those of you listening, I didn't know you guys would ever, we, we would ever talk again or really have yeah, this connection again. Yeah. And that, the support you guys give me is just amazing. And uh, I guess thank you so much for that support. If I can, and I mean that when I say like, I truly appreciate your support. If I can find a way <clears> to support you. And I think that's my problem. I, I feel like I, I didn't support much people and now I want to support people. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad you talked about networking because it is yeah. important. It's free to um, share someone's story. You yeah. know, it's free to give a shout out for sure to someone. I know, I know. Uh, I, have you uh, interviewed her? Who? Catherine uh, Abra? Not yet. Not yet. But Not yet. Uh, yeah, but she networked. She <laughs> yeah, is sure. a hardcore network because I started my business Instagram way before her mm-hmm. and my instagram is just like 2400 followers yeah but i think she's like on the road to 20,000 followers that's crazy bro. she has some uh, she she networked herself with yeah. uh, her niche 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 i don't know N-I-C-H-E. i don't know <laughs> but yeah she she networked really well yeah. and uh, it's, it's amazing what can happen when you just reach out to people share your yeah. ideas they'll share their ideas you network. but then again be very careful out there yeah. You know, I'm not saying like blindly just follow people. You got, you got to get to know them as well. Well, it's kind of yeah. like the whole wife thing. I mean, you did switch pivot from having a wife to networking. So let's go back to the wife thing, right? Yeah. You don't just grab any person, suddenly Boom. make them your yeah, wife. It's true. You know, you, you, you get to know them. Yeah. You get to develop a relationship and you want to make sure you're sure. And the same thing with networking. Yep. You know, before you actually really partner with someone, get to know them, really understand them, not just their business plan but also just like who they are and what they do it's a, it's a relationship and yeah exactly yeah. spouse and business no it's true <laughs> it's, you know it's, it is true it's just business. funny how that segued yeah to no, that. It's crazy. but let me ask you this how did you overcome that low moment in your life was it a slow grind was it a quick thing was it a moment of oh as far as transitioning like getting back to my business again or just yeah yeah and, and i mean you know we're talking about the low point in your life what how did that you know usually with a low point it kind of helps a person yeah or some lessons you learned how did you pivot from that i'd say just you know one of the things is you know i'm a, I'm a christian uh is getting in god's word mm-hmm. uh, i studied the life of job i read the book of job i messed around with my mom this is just like you know, if you ever need a job, just read the book of Job. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I studied the life of Job. I read and it helped me also to develop a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, because later on in, in life, when, when I started to share our miscarriage, uh, God has started to uh, put people in our lives, even in social media. Like yeah. they're sharing their stories, how they had miscarriage. They're reaching out to me, encouraging me in social media. Wow. And we also have church members that have also experienced 
multiple miscarriages. Yeah. And I see them still serving the Lord. I don't see them blaming God. There's there's a sense there's still that questioning for humans, like why God? Yeah. But you sure. know, it's get you know, just God's word have helped me. People have helped me. Yeah. And just staying busy for the Lord, staying busy for my business is enabled me just to you know recover from that, not stay defeated. Because like if getting back to my business after that was it was slow. It's yeah. just slow. It was it was like slow. So in a way, it, it was also a low point in your business. Yeah, it was a low point in my business. But then there's this guy. He's he's my mentor. He helped me out a lot to scale up in my business. Yeah. Um, to become six figure. Yeah. Part time. Um, his name is Sam. Uh, mm -hmm. He's uh, West Coast Goods. Um, if you don't follow him, check him out on Instagram. But he's a uh, he's from Oregon, but he moved here in California. Um, I think he's in Corona area. Yeah. But he gave me his personal number. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then we message each other. We FaceTime call and stuff like that. Um, this is another one of my failures. Uh, he's a very driven guy when it comes to business mm -hmm. he started a discord group with someone and i joined i was one of the pioneers of that and then he was charging an x amount of money and i'm just like hey i can't you know i can't uh afford this i should have been like hey you know is there a way i could help your discord group so i could stay for free but you mm -hmm. know i just like i i stopped going, i stopped joining fast forward time his gumroad discord his courses mm -hmm. he has like eight hundred thousand dollars worth of uh courses now that, that people have purchased and his group has grown that's crazy and but the thing was i felt like man i wish i you would have been one of the pioneers yeah yeah but he oh um, geez yeah but he he took me back in yeah and he, you know he gave me some responsibilities in that area affiliated his course and stuff like that ungating with nikes adidas topical and all these stuff but he mentored me. Yeah. He took me under his wings because I did share to him what I was, you know, with the miscarriage and stuff like that. Uh, we're, 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 we're um, you know, we're pretty close to each other. And he introduced me to other people yeah. as well. He's more of the eBay guy, mm -hmm. but he is crazy when it comes to eBay. Yeah. Like he's, he's a six-figure guy. I think he's on the road to seven-figure. But anyways, he helped me out, um, cope up with that um, in, in the sense of, you know, taking care of business. He's For just, sure get back up you know you got a family to take care of yeah you got bills to pay you know and and stuff like that and he's one of those people that also helped me out in the business mm -hmm. he mentored me he encouraged me get an llc because i started as a sole proprietor yeah you know i use my social security and then i showed him my figure and he's like your, your business is scaling up and i didn't i didn't intend to scale up but mm -hmm. if you ever think of doing amazon it is scalable and it's doable yeah, I, I talked to uh, one guy yesterday about that. He interviewed me because he was shocked to for me to generate an X amount of money mm -hmm. for sales and profit that X amount of money in a year doing part time. Yeah. And he couldn't believe it. But I showed him my numbers, you know, man and woman lies, but numbers don't. Right. Yeah. I showed him that. But, you know, he helped me out. Get your LLC, um, have your EIN and stuff like that, because, man, your business is thriving. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that just kind of pushed me, get back to your business. There were people that, you know, encouraged me to get back yeah. with life. Yeah. Right. But I think without him, I probably my, my Amazon business would still be a side hustle mm -hmm. as opposed to just being a actual business. Yeah. Because, you know, I have an mm -hmm. LLC for it, so forth and so on.
Um, what is your, I guess, your advice for those that goes through something personal and because of that, in turn, it is affecting their business. What is your advice to those people? Don't go life by yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously, Networking. don't yeah. don't hold that. <laughs> yeah. Talk to somebody for sure. You know, I, I'm I'm not you know certified person to talk to people with depression or anxiety or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But you know, as a Christian, we go to God's word, yeah. right? We we get encouragement from uh, from that. Uh, I get encouragement from. Uh, fellow believers mm -hmm. um, but surround yourself with people that will encourage you because yeah. the biggest mistake that you have is go to life tired yeah. depressed disappointed all by yourself yeah oh yeah I, I think your brother's the one that said this and he's preaching like you know there's only two people invited in a pity party yourself and the devil yeah and the devil is not there to encourage you or anything mm -hmm. like that surround yourself with people that's for sure that's vibing, <laughs> positive, upbeat. Yes, they have their own personal problems and stuff like that. But in return, you know, you encourage them. Yeah. You know, as they encourage you, you encourage them. For sure. Don't go life by yourself. Yeah. You know. It's funny you say that as far as like vibing. I'm the type of person that like if I go to a funeral, not a funeral, but like somebody just died to comfort. Yeah. I would. I'm the type of person that. And I'm glad people get me now. Yeah. That that's get you. I'm there to make them laugh. Mm -hmm. Everybody's already been there to help you cry with you and hug you. Yeah. And and I love that people are starting to get it because for me I feel like that's I don't know that's kind of like the gift God given me. Like yeah. hey, I'm the just, I'm gonna be here to your smile. Yeah. I, I know you've been crying. You know, and you we've already had people cry with you. Let me be the guy to make you laugh. <laughs> yeah. sometimes you need that man you need no, to take that break yeah. you know what i mean and, and yeah it's good to have and by the way that's why it's good to have a network of people because you know you could have that one friend but it's good to have a, a multitude you know oh yeah because the bible says that too multitude of counselors their safety and i know that talks about counsel but it also talks about friendships really you, know, you have yeah. multiple people encouraging you it'll help you know you need a person to cry with you need a person that laughs to, with you but they also laughs with you and at you from time to time exactly and to put things in perspective, you know, that everything is yeah. going to be okay. Whenever there's a trial, you need one person to tell you to be with you and this says this sucks. You do need that, being honest. But you also need one person to come to you and be like, don't worry about it. It's yeah. okay. You, you, it's a little bit of balance. Yeah, that's yeah. what you need, balance, yeah. So let me ask you this. As far as Amazon goes, what's the next step in your career? And are you content where you're at now? Or are you trying to scale more? What's the goal here? Um... I'm looking for a prep center, <laughs> meaning I want it not automated, mm -hmm. but I want to be able to like, just kind of like order shipped out to a warehouse and it's taken care of. Mm -hmm. One of the vision I have, if that doesn't work out is really is hire uh, students. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them have committed to being full-time ministry, yeah. not necessarily like, you know, preaching or any, anything like that, but I want to be able to kind of hire in people from our school, graduating students, college students. Yeah. So that way they have a, a set schedule where they don't miss church activities, For church sure. events, because that's one of the reason why, one of my reason also why I did Amazon is just to have the freedom. For sure. You know, to do whatever I want in the sense of like not missing church, mm -hmm. not missing uh, activities. And, and, you know, I want to be able to, like have a warehouse like not not a huge warehouse or yeah. anything like that but just have a prep center of my own if i can't get a prep center somewhere else uh i joke around with uh 
Christian and, mm-hmm. and Josh and a couple guys and 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 uh, Gile actually. Gile took oh, okay. over Jonas. Is he Amazon is he part store. of your group now too? Um, we're gonna do a video call tomorrow just mm-hmm. to kind of go over some softwares and stuff like that. But you know, I, these guys they're they're hungry. They they're, they're mm-hmm. excited. Uh, I was teaching Josh a method that I do, and he texted me during school hours and said, "Hey, I just listed this, and it sold, and it sold again." I was like, "Bump up, um, you know, bring up the price." He yeah. added five dollars to his profit, and then he was still selling. I was like, "That's the power of this method yeah. that not out, not a lot of people uh, do." Which I talk about if you decide to do a video call with me. Uh, but anyways, um, where was I? <laughs> Scale. Scaling, yeah. So just be able to share the wealth, if you may. Yeah. Are you planning to do kind of like a mentorship? I actually. I, I mean, you are doing it already. I'm saying, yeah. like, as far as, you know, paid or anything like that. I actually did. Um, your brother and one of our coworker, uh, Ralph Divienko, uh millionaire. <laughs> but anyways, uh, shout out to him. He's a huge encouragement. Also, the things that he went through. But you know, um. Your brother and, and and Ralph have actually talked to me like, why don't you charge? Yeah, I'm a person of like, I don't want to charge because I'd rather have you ch- use that fund to. I like that. Invest in yourself. I do like that. You yeah. know, but then again, they were like, you know, you are taking away your time, your That's value, true. stuff That's like true. that. So what I did I think is, I think if your intentions are pure. I think it's okay to yeah. charge as long as your intention was pure to begin with. Yeah, just to help yeah. you out. Because you get know. this, I've had people reach out to me and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, I'll pay you two hundred dollars just yeah. to video chat." It's like yeah. you don't have to. I'll just I'll go ahead and help you out. Yeah, and they they come and then we video chat. I don't charge them. It didn't bother me, but sure. it could have been a huge help. That's two hundred dollars that could have been For invested sure. to something else, to right? Something else, though, bro. And I've had people reach out to me and say, "Hey, you know, I." I reach out to a guru. Yeah. Be careful with those that flex their Lambos and numbers and stuff like that. By the way, yeah, be careful with those. Yes. You know those little ads where they change? I can show you right now okay. how to go to Google Chrome, go to your bank account and change the number. You just got to go through developer source and change the yeah, code. It's super easy. You showed that to me yesterday with yeah. Wordle, right? Change it. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's And then, you know, I've seen people yeah. that got started with Amazon but got discouraged mm-hmm. because of gurus saying that you are guaranteed to make one thousand dollars on your first week i'm just like i've experienced um not going with the guru or anything like that we make fun of gurus Mm -hmm. and you know because like they're they're taking your money and they're Mm -hmm. hard to get a hold of i'm not i'm not saying all of them but like a lot a lot there are gurus out there that will charge you $300 $300 for a course mm-hmm. where you could gotten, you could have gotten that course from YouTube for free. For research. Yeah, just research. Uh, yeah. Somebody paid $3,000. This this lady yeah. that paid me, paid, paid me, paid this guy to be coached mm-hmm. on Amazon for $3,000. And I asked her this, what value did you get out of that? Yeah. And she said, I could have gotten it from YouTube. Did you get your money back? No. And I'm just like, that's $3,000. Yeah. So what I did is this. Going back to that mentorship, your brother and Ralph said, why don't you just charge a little bit? Yeah. You know? So I took a survey his couple of weeks ago. If I were to coach you for an hour, how much, how much is uh, a fair price? Yeah. Some guy said $50, 100 200 
and then I got I started getting messages like, "Hey, can you show me what you do?" Because I show my numbers. Yeah, like, I'm transparent. Like if I sell an item, for sure. I show it to them like where I bought it, so yeah. so on. Um, and somebody messaged me like, "Hey, can you mentor me?" Like, yeah, sure. Uh, you could just donate. I said, donate. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Oh, nice. And I'm just like, let's do this. I'll we'll do a video chat, and then you could just charge me however is a fair, fair was price. Josh. No, it wasn't Josh. Oh, okay. It wasn't Josh. Uh, but his was free. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he messaged me, and and I, his name is Saul. I know he's been taking action doing Amazon. So I think that's one of the things too. Just yeah. take action. Yeah. You know. But anyways, uh, we video chat and we went as long as almost two hours. Wow. And he paid me, and I, he paid me 50 bucks. That's cool. And yeah. you know, he was willing to pay $200, but I told him 50 bucks. I think, know? I think with your intentions are pure, I think of like, I was just listening to, um, I mean, not listening. I interviewed the last podcast, Gil Sanchez, and he talks about how like his, um, he's a trainer. Yeah. But his intention, just listening to him, is so pure. His his main goal really is to help people because he was bullied when he was a kid. Wow. Okay. So his main goal is really just to help people. I think as long as your intentions are pure, it should be easy to charge people. Okay. Um, but make sure the intentions are pure because I right. feel like people could see through it. And has value. Too, yeah, because you, know? you don't want to end up being another guru. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I do not. Yeah. One of our guys that just started Amazon last year, mm-hmm. he's a seven-figure. Started last year. Wow. And we make fun of him because like he hates gurus, mm-hmm. all these people that automate their Amazon and stuff like that. But since he scaled up so fast, we're like, hey, you're the next guru, huh? Like, no, nah, I'm not. I don't want to be a yeah, guru. <laughs> but, you know, he's, uh, his method has been helping thousands of people. Yeah. Like, he has a Discord group that's free. Mm-hmm. And there's at least 17,000 members in there. Wow. And they just started one year this year, I think. Yeah. They just started recently. And uh, he's really giving knowledge on right. that one. So, well, let me ask you this, and I won't take too much of your time now. Um, it's all good. Two last questions here. What is your definition of failure? My definition definition of failure, I'd say, not trying or not continuing what you love. That's a good one. You know, if you think about it, like we all fail at something. Yeah. For sure. Right? I mean, I could have decided to forget about doing e-commerce. Yeah. That itself right there. Especially in your low point. Yeah. That's, I was already like, yeah, a low point in my life. But I think it's just not pursuing and not trying and not moving forward Mm -hmm. is, is, it would be my definition of failure. Yeah. I know people say out there, failure is not a person. You know, it's, it's an event. It's true. But, you know, it's in, in an event of failure, there is always a person in it. Yeah. And if they decide to stay in that position, in a sense, they have, they are failing. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to redefine that, you know, failure is not a, not a person. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, to have a failed event, there's a person in it. Yeah. And to stay failing is not getting back up and not moving trying. forward, yeah. not trying and stuff like that. So, again, just try. Um, some of you guys might want to start a YouTube video, a podcast, a resale. Just, just start. Yeah. Uh, don't over research. Mm-hmm. Um, because don't overthink before you start. Yeah. Because, go for it. Yeah. Huh? What's gonna happen is that you analyze so much that you experience paralysis. Yeah. Or so. you'll you'll find the low points. Yeah. And you lose that fire too. Oh yeah, for sure. And you get discouraged because other people's failure. But yeah. They're, 
helping you to prevent that from happening to you. Yeah. All these guys that share their videos in YouTube, they failed so many times mm -hmm. that have helped me avoid those failures or minimize my risk and maximize my reward. For sure. You know, and that's that's what I want to do uh, is to coach others. And not only that is to to be able to be used by God. Uh, I've got to witness to some people hey. that I've uh, Zoom. That's awesome. Uh, one of them is Ishmael. He's in Canada. Uh, I'm also chatting with Hyped Hustle, Ray. Um, chatting with um, a couple guys. I'm trying to remember his name. His name is, his tag name is Acidic. We did video chat together. But God's been using those kind of avenues mm -hmm. to kind of share the gospel to yeah. them. And I, 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 you know, that's one of the things I passionate about is, is not just in, not invest, not primarily investing that which will go away you know mm -hmm. but I'm, i want to invest on that which is eternal for sure which is which is people uh and god again god gave us the increase yeah uh, the verse comes to mind seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you i was never after those things it just they just started to fall and enabled me to give more uh for the cost of christ and you know yeah. your motivation might be different but definitely if you work hard you'll attain your goal and I love that you talked about that because of the fact that, like, you know, I'm in the ministry, too. Yeah. And um, growing up, I feel like, and it, I think it's starting to change. Mm -hmm. Gladly, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it's starting to change. But yeah. growing up, I feel like there was a stigma of, like, oh, the only way to be full-time in the ministry is if you actually got a paycheck or something like that. Like, yeah. there's a difference. There's like, oh, you're vocational ministry. Yeah. And we will never say it, but sometimes in our mind, it's like, oh, that means you're probably not really invested mm -hmm. in it, the Lord. But it, Honestly, for me, I believe people should, I mean, I could be wrong with this. I don't have biblical evidence to back this up, but I'm leaning more to the point that if you work in the ministry, I think you should have a side hustle that oh, actually definitely. involves you networking definitely. because you're, you, you actually get to know people outside the church. Yeah. Not only are you able to present the gospel, but also you're able to, you're not so sheltered. You actually understand how people are outside. Yeah. You know, uh, um, it, it's harder to preach. I mean, I guess it's it's easier to, to love and have a burden for souls when you actually could put a face on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You actually could know people. Yeah. And I love that you talked about that, that people, you know, about the, and I think of like Matthew, Matthew has witnessed to basketball players. That's awesome. Yeah. I you saw, know, through cutting that. hair, his business. And yeah. there's now you being able to witness to people through mentoring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we look back, we talk about the whole money thing. And I'm not, and of course, I'm I'm still for you charging, you know what yeah. I mean? But as long as your intentions are pure. But I mean, think about it. The fact that you're getting the witness to people, I feel like that's payment enough. <laughs> no, definitely, yeah. Just you know what I mean? The relationship you build uh, with, you know, the people that you yeah. follow, the people that follows you, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, I don't know, just pretty amazing to meet somebody online yeah you know i you know disclaimer be very careful of who you talk to and stuff like for that sure. for young viewers but definitely like there are people out there that's that's you know beside just the business mm -hmm. they're hurting yeah for sure you know they're and hurting. that's why they're looking at a business yeah sometimes because they need an avenue they need i guess help yeah yeah and people people don't really open up to about the things of God, Bible, sure. the gospel, if you don't take care of their physical need. Because, you know, you're dealing with people that, oh, are, I love that you, you know, people are not dealing, people sure. are not seeking spiritual things in the sense, you know, like they're not open up mm -hmm. right away 
But if you meet their needs financially, mm-hmm. materials, that's why I love the things that your dad is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, with the feeding program sure. and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if you're going to ever interview him, but man, you, he tells stories about how he became a businessman and he became a preacher, pastor. Put in the comments if you want me to interview my dad. <laughs> no, and I joke around with pastor, you know, like. I'm trying to test him to see if he'll actually watch my podcast. Yeah. That's why. Because I say comment down below, dad. <laughs> He's in the Philippines right now doing mighty works over there. Yeah, for like sure. Feeding program. And yeah. he said this, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to reach people that has an empty stomach, you know? For sure. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ fed yeah. you know, the thousands, And I think you that's know? sad with a lot of churches. It's like, oh, well, you know, we, we may not give you physical food, but we give you spiritual food. It's like, damn, give them that physical food too, yeah, man. Give them <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, like, people give, will listen more. Oh, for sure. Stuff, you know? For sure, for sure. Fed. And I, I learned that, and I love what you did a couple years ago with the feeding, uh, with the Thanksgiving that we had. Just going around and bringing bringing food to homeless people you know at first they're like oh leave me alone oh no we got food for you mm-hmm. and they're like oh okay and then they open and up. then here's something i want to share they're eating and, they're listening you yeah. know they're open they open up yeah. they open up well let me ask you this we talked about the definition of failure what is your definition of success definition of success you know for a firefighter a successful day is not getting burned <laughs> you know <laughs> a cop successful day is not getting getting shot being going yeah. back to their to their family yeah uh for a youtuber maybe having not getting canceled not getting canceled or getting a lot of views you know for an amazon seller probably selling multiple items a day but personally for me what is the definition of success that's a tough one because you know this question was coming bro (laughs) you know it bro I i should do my own right success um i think for me is just being being able to see someone's life change for the better Hmm. Uh, let me explain that because um i i know people that have gone through a brink of divorce Mm -hmm. but reaching out to me knowing that i graduated from bible college um, you know, back up a bit, you know, when I decided to go to Bible college, a lot of people were against that mm-hmm. because the, one of the key factor of, in our culture, I don't know if it's our culture or everyone is, is about money, right? Yeah. It's like the common denominator. Sure. Like they ask, how much are you going to make going yeah. to the ministry? Always. Right. Yeah. But fast forward time, they're reaching out to you for help. Mm-hmm. And the success that I see in this event is that like the fact that I'm able to guide them yeah. and help them. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, one of my relatives just messaged me years, a couple of years ago, just struggling with their, with their marriage. I'm, I'm newly married, you know, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, this individual is asking me like, what should I do? I shared verses mm-hmm. and you know, they're, they're still together after awesome. five years or so. They're, they're awesome. still together. They're happily married. They're traveling places. Uh, they're out of town. They're just they're just everywhere. If you follow them in social media, they're just everywhere taking pictures with their daughter and just happy. Yeah. And I find that's that's one of the definition of my success is just to be an instrument to see lives become better. For sure. You know.
Oh, I bet there's a sense of fulfillment there. Oh yeah, just to be yeah. able to help others, yeah. you know, because if you help uh, you know, help others, you know, they help themselves to help others also. For sure. You know, it's just a just a you know, what's that called? A droplet of water just yeah. as an effect. It's a ripple effect. effect. A ripple effect of helping you know, others. I think of like, you know, Kobe Bryant helping out Kawhi Leonard, who in turn helped out Pascal Siakam to get a championship. <laughs> He's mentioning every podcast. Subscribe. <laughs> you guys do a lot of editing. You ready? I'm gonna start calling. I'm just kidding. I have to. Yeah. I have to mention my boy Pasco Seattle. But anyways, man, it's the yeah. end of the podcast. Do you have a plug that you want to give to the camera? Yeah. Hold on. Let me just check my Amazon seller real quickly. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know what? During this podcast. During this podcast. How much have you made? During this podcast, I've made one, two, three, four, four sales. Uh, I'll say that's about. 60 75 dollars and you didn't do anything I didn't you're do just anything, here yeah. um i'll show this is my i don't know if you could should i zoom in I, try it try it's, it's in 4k okay, I'm, I'm moving it so it's you know it's real numbers it's i'm doing a part-time uh this month there's a set i made a sale of fifteen thousand one hundred forty dollars. i don't know if you could see it this is just me you know sales come in in the morning even before i wait sales up. of fifteen thousand right now just this month yeah just this month how much of that is profit i I'm floating around 20, 25%, 17%. Nice. After fee and stuff like yeah. that. So, and you're only working how many hours a week? Five to 10 hours. So if you were, you think if you could invest more hours, you think that could grow? Oh yeah, summertime is usually <laughs> the biggest That's when it that shoots I, up, huh? Yeah, because I'm able to, you know, uh, go out more if I want to. But then again, you know, with the business model I'm doing, it's called online arbitrage. I'll talk to you more about that. If you're interested in starting Amazon. And I think I'll segue to this before we end. You talk about success. You talk about how when you went to Bible college, a lot of your relatives didn't really, uh, I guess they're looking at the money. They're yeah, they're looking at the money. Pays. But you know, when you seek first the kingdom of God and you talk about success, when you seek the kingdom of God and seek kind of like what your passion is and what you what you're called to do and you pursue that, the money will come, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about that now. You try to say that to them if you actually show your numbers and how many hours you put in that. It's a different story now. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, um, I don't have student loans or anything yeah. like that. I'm not. No debt like that? The only debt I have, I call it the my, my father-in-law, he's, he's also in business. Um, but he calls it the revolving debt. Oh, know, yeah. It's a debt. You know, you're <laughs> leveraging your credit card, which... It's very risky if you don't have the actual money, but you know, be wise about that. Yeah, you know stuff. Oh like yeah, that. I know. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy with it's his business that he generates. He's into construction in Oregon, and they own a lot. My wife's gonna be watching this. She's probably gonna be saying shh. But yeah, he's. <laughs> we were talking. I was. Talk I'll try to cancel. The, I'll try to delete that part. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, we were talking about business and stuff like that. And he's. He's happy. Yeah. And I wish that was the same support that I have with my relatives. My parents were supportive mm -hmm. um, when I went when I decided to go to Bible college. Yeah. But a lot of my relatives weren't so. They questioned, like, you know, what's the money? How much you're making? And stuff For sure. Like that. But now they're asking me how much I'm, you know, with this. Because, like, oh, 2018, that's when I started selling, right? Yeah. And I was talking to everyone about this Amazon thing. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. And fast forward time. Christian is just like you were talking about this and you were telling me about it and I'm re I'm, I'm ready now I'm like well it's never too late yeah, yeah. but imagine if you started with right. me or you know it's never too late but uh. yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Definitely. For sure, man. Well, what you got a plug going on here? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, again, my name is Tristan Luna. Uh, my handle name on Instagram is Source Ship Cell, and my Twitter also is Source Ship Cell. Um, it's a yellow logo. No one has ever seen my face actually, and this first is time. this is probably the first time. I know some people have seen me. Uh, I've coached them, but if you want to be coached and you want to get to know more about selling on Amazon, reach out to me. Uh, you could DM me, you could message me on Twitter or Instagram, and I'll be glad to help you out and work things out with you. And uh, again, Amazon, I'm doing it part-time. It is scalable, doable, and anyone could do it. And if, and uh, by the way, I'll go ahead and add those down below. Uh, subscribe. Below. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> and if you are listening to this and you funny. are encouraged, please comment. Uh, comment um, really helps the YouTube algorithm. If you're encouraged with it, comment. If you know someone that could be helped with it, please share it. Um, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at James Abrod. Follow me on Twitter, James underscore Abrod 1030. And uh, please subscribe, subscribe um, to my YouTube. I would really love that because I'd love to help people. Uh, like I said, the main thing of this just to help people. Yeah. And other than that, um, in the words of Jerry White, I'm out. <laughs>